Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's out wide serve, backhand in play from Jung, forehand put away, cross court from Sabalek. <laughs> she's got her hands in the air. And she's, she's done won, it. She's won a second Australian Open title. She's blowing kisses to her box. Arena two-time Grand Slam champion. And who was the last person to win back-to-back Australian Open titles? But her sister, Miss Vika Azarenko. Oh, there you go. Her compatriot. Yeah, 2012-2013. Wow, wow, wow. Two-time Grand Slam champion. Feels feels like this this should have been. She should have had two Grand Slams from a while ago, but... It's here now. Replicating as well, Naomi Osaka's feat of winning back-to-back slams uh, in the US and Australia. Oh, no, because she didn't win the US. She didn't win the US. Oh, dear. What universe are you living in, John? Yeah. I'm in a universe where she probably should have won that US. What a team. What a team. Hugging the team. Yeah. Doing... I mean, look, let's face it. Sabalenka was... By far and away, the best player of the entire tournament was not threatened by anyone, really. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I know we put up some stats about not many games lost on winning, but actually, who was the last person to win a slam without dropping a set? It, feels it like a was fight. Ash Barty in 2022, Australian Oh, she didn't lose a set? No. Nope. Oh, wow. Okay. She should have lost a set in that final to Deanne yeah. Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Collins was either up a double break or or, or something like yeah something like that, and then they went to a tie break. I mean, you could also say the same thing about Arena this year, like yeah, yeah. Set to Coco. Yeah, well, Coco was serving for it, thirty love. Yeah, first mm. set. Although she was up in that set as well, so like that first set Five was two. a little bit of a mess with Coco. That was yeah. probably the 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 point where she was really tested this tournament. Um, yeah, it was I a mean, great set. It was it's um it's the set that won her the title. You could argue, yeah. Yeah, because it would have it would have changed. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like she probably would have fought back against Coco maybe in that match. Um, but yeah, yeah so maybe yeah. I think this match what's made the difference for me as we see them putting the name in the trophy 
the the Daphne, Daphne Atkins Memorial Trophy, um, which I didn't even know the name of until about two hours ago when when we began the stream and you called it uh, <laughs> Nick. That I was like, it's the what trophy? No, <laughs> Daphne yeah. Atkins won five Australian Opens in the nineteen twenties thirties. Do you think they're going to name the tro Birmingham Trophy after you, Nick? Uh, you've been no, it's already got a name. It's already got a name. Oh, you, you, do you know the name for the Birmingham Trophy? Not off the top of my head. <laughs> I was going to say that would be incredible. Not the top uh, of my yeah, head. It's the WTA 250 in, in Birmingham that um, Nick and Jamie went to last year. I mean, you're, you're mentioning it way more than I am at the minute. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pushing the narrative. Yeah. Uh, keep, keep pushing it, John. Um, it's like uh, Vanch, Vanch is bigging up Kwaichika all the time just because she won San Diego, which is his hometown. <laughs> anyway, I mean, that that match, that performance, the scoreline sort of, and I think it wasn't exactly the same, but I remember the semifinal that um, Sabalenka had against Magda Lynette last year. I mean, this this semifinal and final thing that, that has been mentioned a lot with... Um, arena i mean she's just come up against awesome players at times i'm seeing the word yeah. awesome from jacob you come up against egos fiontek in a semi-final and you lose in three sets and that was a great match by the way that u.s open semi-final yeah. it can happen look at her there celebrating mm -hmm. um was or it even when she um came up against layla i feel like that was she was on a tear there so i even Layla was three sets as well i think wasn't it yeah. it was yeah the um, Mukova one is the sort of one when she was close to the yeah. finish line I still don't know if, if the Mukova one was a lack of concentration or whether it was anxiety of, of being close to the finish. There line. was a lot going on during the French Open with the questions regarding, you know, Russia and, and Ukraine. Oh, okay, and she yeah. stopped going to press, I believe. And there were a couple matches where she had, um, oh, you know, Jane crying there. I don't think she should feel too bad about, about this performance. I mean, what happened to her just happened to everyone arena came up in in this tournament they just got blown away so i don't think she should feel too bad but uh yeah uh regarding the french open there were some matches where arena was streaky so her losing the semi i wasn't like it's also shocked. maybe going to be the hardest one for her to win i mean yes. nick what, what do you yeah. think yeah it is yeah it doesn't the, the slower clay she's a better player than she was so she can live with the pace but someone who is uh she, she can't bludgeon her opponents in the same way uh as on these faster courts like hard and grass yeah, um, or madrid madrid is sort of an outlier isn't it yeah, in, in yeah it's that weird combo or something uh, even yeah. then she wasn't, hitting, she, she wasn't able to hit fiontech off the court and that's partly due to oh. chances but and um, movement on clay so i don't I, yeah, I, I, it's going to be hard for her to win. But, you know, she came pretty close to making the final last year. It's doable, provided that Fiontech has a bad year. Yeah, Gene here saying he's happy for Saba. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I was a, a neutral observer. I was hoping to get three sets. And there was the inflection point, really, of the match at two love. So um, I think I think she was a bit anxious at the beginning, Kinwen. I mean, she lost, I think, uh, maybe something like eight of the first nine points. Mm -hmm. um but then she did manage to settle in that third game when she garnered three breakback opportunities arena holds from there and that's the match really in a way i think the sets were decided by two different things 
it's just decided by Sabalenka coming out the blocks super fast, super well. Um, just like, you know, she won eight of the first nine points and she won those. Jung didn't do anything wrong. Um, it was just Sabalenka came out firing and then Jung settled, kind of shadowed Sabalenka for the rest of that set, um, <laughs> got herself out of trouble a couple of times, maybe missed some opportunities. No, no, Sabalenka, I think, saved them more than Jung missed them. Xiong didn't really make an unforced error that I was commenting on until like the the point where Sabalenka went three love up in the in the third. Yeah, and then yeah, the second that set, game is that, it's that game where the forehand went into the net. I remember, but that was like right at the end. The second set that was decided by Xiong double faulting from one end of the court, um, and maybe you know if I was if I was impressed, I'd probably be asking why is that? Was there were you having one tr- trouble with one? end of the court but the yeah the uh, I do think second set that was Hyung having two bad games that cost her that set so set one was Sabalenka being brilliant and Hyung shadowing her and then second set was Hyung giving Sabalenka a couple of breaks which um, Sabalenka took full advantage of yeah good point here as well from Gil as well about this, when you return to an environment and you play in an environment, you do, weirdly enough, get confidence from that. You know, you, you're you staying in the same hotel where you were a year before, for example, or, or you have the same routines and you walk onto that court, you see your name on the on that, that entry into the court and she'll see it twice, of course, uh, come next year. Um, I do think it makes a difference either to you or even your opponents too, you know. Uh, so whether it be Rafa on Philip Chatre or, or or Novak on Rod Laver, um, and obviously Eager is building an aura as well at, uh, at Philip Chatre too. As I see uh, Craig Tiley there, looks like a, a man who's uh, uh, sort of at the end of a, a tournament director role after uh, two weeks. I, I remember you spoke to the tournament director in Birmingham, Nick. And uh, he said it was quite difficult to sort of enjoy the tennis at times because you're kind of doing a million things at once. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, they and I imagine it's doubly hard for anyone who's running a Grand Slam, uh, to be honest. Like, there's so many different elements you've got to think of. It's not just scheduling tennis matches. There's, uh, you know, all the hospitality aspects. Um, there's looking after players and whatnot. Um, looks like the trophies are on their way um, at the minute. And Yvonne Goulagong's going to be presenting these, uh, presenting the winner's trophy. Uh, to Arena Sabalenka, um, yeah, I I think Shrihiri's got a um, made a couple of good points in the chat, um, actually. Uh, which it's yeah, if uh, she if Sabalenka had, if Zhang had broken back in that first set, could have been That's a very different maybe. match. Yeah, yeah maybe that was the key. Maybe uh, maybe Sabalenka would have still won in straights, but that first set would have been a lot closer. Um, I was going to ask you, Bianca, something about... Oh, yeah, Bianca, we did a poll, or I did a poll a few days ago, maybe a bit more, maybe a week or so ago. Uh, who was more likely to win a second slam, Sabalenka or Daniel Medvedev, funny enough? And I was sure that it was Sabalenka that was going to get to the second slam, and Medvedev was a don't know. Well, be interesting to see how the next 24 hours goes, yeah. of course. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but me with Sabalenka, because she's got four shots at it every year in a way, three definite shots at it. Mm-hmm. And she's arguably the best player in the world, give or take. I don't quite agree with Owen's take on it in that, that she's, she is the best player in the world. I still yeah. think that um, this is her first title since Madrid, by the way. Which so, is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Runs to yeah. not get one since then is... is... Yeah. I mean, Sal- I mean, even the semi-final against Shabur as well. Uh, Shabur was just amazing. Well, she was just amazing that day. So, again, it, you know, you can lose to Arns on, at Wimbledon for sure with with mm. with, with your um, pride intact. I think. Yeah. Although you then are wondering why Jabir didn't crumble against you like she did in the final. I don't get um, Jabir sometimes. Like she did, <laughs> she she did all that in the semi final only to. Anyway. <laughs> We're not talking about Wimbledon, Australian Open. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think in terms of the match, I uh, like other than getting tight in the last game, Sabalenka didn't do anything wrong. Like yeah. she was brilliant the whole time. She executed her game pretty much to perfection. Yeah, very low unforced errors. Serve was great. She didn't make a single double fault. She adds okay. her name to the list of women who've won a Grand Slam without dropping a set. Yeah. I, I still think we didn't quite see Zheng's best today, um, but I'm not sure that that would have made a huge amount of difference in terms of the overall outcome. Yeah, I was going to ask the question, do, we, do you think, based on today, that Zheng has the level to compete? For grand slams because based on today i'm not sure she does i mean maybe it came a bit came a bit too soon yeah it's came a bit too soon i mean she's still young she, i remember her sort of breaking out as far as i'm concerned when she pushed ego at the french a couple of oh, years yeah. ago um that's basically the only person i think who pushed ego that year because i think it's the year that she beat goff in straight sets in the final um yeah um it just came a bit too soon for her. Mm-hmm. Maybe she comes up against a slightly different opponent. I think a, a, a final with Coco would have been a fun final because of the clashing styles. Yeah. And I think that could have been more competitive um, just yeah. because of the differences in, in, in how they are. But once it was arena in that final, I must say that I didn't really, I didn't come into this final with a lot of hope that we were going to get a, a classic like we had a year ago. I don't know whether you were as confident as that, Bianca. I mean, I was just nervous. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I was coming into this match. This is a scoreline that sort of sa- sounded right to me before before yeah. the match got underway. But I, I think uh, Zhang, she has things that, clear things that we can see if she improved how much of a dangerous player she would be. Like if the, the first serve percentage was, say, as high as maybe Arenas was in the first, like throughout the entire match, she was... Uh, winning some good points once once she had that first serve in. The, 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 the two points here for Medi is, is also what I touched on earlier. You know, she takes one of those three break points and she doesn't hit so many double faults and there we go. She's talking now, actually. Let's see what she's got to say. Yeah. In the same time, I want to say thanks for all the fans who come here to watch me. Ah. Bless her. She, yeah, she'll be back. The thing is that you just don't know when. <laughs> it, it might be another couple of years. It might be five years. I don't know. But um, 
there's obviously some improvements. I noticed that quirky serving style yeah, and, yeah. Um, during the United Cup. And um, uh, the, I don't know whether you can radically change it. I mean, it's effective, except when she was double faulting today, um, which is a bit like saying the captain of the Titanic did a great job apart from the iceberg. But um, uh, <laughs> Nick, that you didn't want to laugh at that little 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 joke? It deserves a grin. <laughs> too soon Nick too soon it's too soon for ti Titanic jokes <laughs> another couple hundred years <laughs> um anyway um yeah so I I did fear the worst in, in a way that I thought we might get a, a fairly comfy win and also because of what's because what what can go in your favor listen if you're the underdog you might go well experience take take Medvedev tomorrow he's obviously far more experienced than his opponent in Grand Slam finals you know what? What else can go in your favour? Maybe you're you're fresher coming into the final, or you've got something else. You've got crowd support, or all the variables that you were looking at were kind of. So Arena is the form player. Arena had more experience. Arena knows this. You know, Arena and Arena, Arena. There we go. <laughs> uh, I, by the way, I saw that comment from Shari. Good, but I don't know if it if it's original. I think I, it might have come from somewhere else, but um. The Rod Laver Arena is certainly a, a, a nice uh, phrase as she, she heads onto the stage to collect her award. She was relaxed. She had this perfect combination that I said that I thought she would eventually garner after winning that first slam title a year ago. She would have this perfect combination of being both relaxed and motivated. We see it with champions that sometimes they dip afterwards. You know, Dominic Team being the prime example where maybe they weren't quite as motivated in the months that followed. Um, we also see other people that are just too tense, but she's got this perfect combination of being so motivated because she wants to make her mark. And now she's a multiple Grand Slam winner and no surprise, no surprise at all. Absolutely not. No, um, especially given that she's been competing for 1000 titles since she was a teenager um, or very, very young in her career, like early 20s, 21. Um, I'd say that sort of she she's one of the four most successful players in women's tennis in the last five years, along with Shiontek, Osaka and Barty. Um, and I think she does deserve to be put in the same category as those players. Um, Coco's coming up and will probably be in there too soon, but um, by which point sort of the, the, the time period is shifting. But certainly if we look at sort of last five years back to AO 2019, I think we can safely say that those four players stand out a little bit more when you look at the results. Uh, calendar slam. I mean, it's a long, long way off, but she's the one player on tour. I think that can do it, not just because, because she's won the first one of the year, of course, so no one else can do it, but you know, even eager, I think that, 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 that for her across the four slams is a bit of a bigger ask because um, I think going into the French open right now, a lot can change, but arena goes into that tournament, the second favorite, Going into Wimbledon, she's probably favourite. Going into the US Open, she's favourite. I mean, yeah. give or take. As long as she's healthy, she has a chance of winning all four. But I'm not saying she's going to, but I'll be surprised, to be honest with you, if she doesn't go on to win maybe another slam even this year. I mean, let's see who else also emerges. Uh, you know, it's not just about Eager and Arena. Coco's in the mix. Yeah. Um, I think pretty much every slam, actually. Um She'll be solid. I just don't know if she's if she runs into Eager or, or Arena whether she'll ever be the favourite in that match. I think she, I think it'll be joint. It'll be close favourites. I don't I don't think she'll ever have a match up edge. But like 
I don't think her performance against Serena in that semi-final was bad. I think it was a very fine margin match. Same with the US Open final. Uh, I think Coco's got the tools to frustrate any the, the best players in the world. And then also Rabakina. Rabakina's still lurking out there, and we don't know what kind of you know tournament she has, really. Um, you know, Blinkova was able to capitalise against her having a bad day this Australian Open, but if that happened, hadn't happened, maybe it would have been Rabakina in the final today. Uh, never, never count her out. I mean, look, we saw the way she dismantled Sabalenka in Brisbane. Uh, I'm trying to think of other players I would put in the mix, but yeah, those are those are the four. And then, what does Osaka do? If does Osaka get back to where she was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arena has just said something that made her entire team crack up, so I'm going to see what it was. Without you, I wouldn't be able to, <laughs> to achieve so much in this sport. Thank you so much for everything you're doing for me. I'll just keep repeating the same that I'm saying on each speech, so thank you so much for everything you've done for me. I mean, without me, you wouldn't be that good as well. You know? like, <laughs> without me, you wouldn't be here either, or you wouldn't be that look that good as well. Okay, I got it. She is very funny. Uh, um, yeah, she's charming. Her speech was good. Yeah, um, I've only ever come across her in, in press conferences, but um, she is pretty charming, I will say that. Um, I, I do have time for her and as as there are i mean eager also has, has charmed me with just by by being so nice in madrid to, to sort of speak to us even if it was 1 30 in the morning so uh, i have time for both players um but i uh, she makes me giggle that's for sure arena has um, got a great personality really yeah 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 definitely um bianca um uh what do you think about this sort of you know she could get back to number one i don't know how far she is off eager right now and she's she'll obviously have to make a final i guess indian world yeah, yeah. i don't think um well she doesn't gain or lose any points right now so i don't think she's any closer to the world number one as before but i mean we'll see how how she goes throughout the year she's been consistent in the semis but i feel like we need consistent titles more than three titles this year that i can't believe three titles is the most she's ever won in one year um yeah, I don't know. I feel like Iga's ceiling when she's on, I mean, we've seen it like the 40 match winning streaks, the six titles. Like I haven't seen that from Arena yet. So I do think in some aspects, Iga definitely still deserves to hold on to the number one spot. So this is her run to the final where she just, you know, she's dropping five, six, 11 16 and uh 26 plus 32 games yeah not bad not bad take about arena savalenka australian open champion of 2024 and um as i said i think there will be more to come uh nick does this does this spook you a little bit as an as an eager sort of sympathizer or or, no. or like let battle <laughs> no spook him no, no, no more than like, I'm no more, I, I'm no more spooked compared to, compared to what Sabalenka, uh, to where she was before the tournament. Um, Sabalenka is a, Sabalenka, we know Sabalenka can beat Igor Svantec. Um It's probably her turn to win their next match. Um, the, prob, uh, I don't think she's more of a threat than she was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's about the same. She is a champion. She's a magnificent player, um, and 
uh, will deserve to be treated with the same amount of respect to whether she's got one or two Grand Slam titles. Uh, just to confirm, she is 875 points behind Iga in the rankings. So given that she's defending, I think, Indian Wells final. Points, Indian Wells final, like, it's not really, I don't think world number one is going to be a massive factor unless Iga falls, like, just goes on the losing streak. Isn't there a um, thousand tournament in the Middle East coming up? Uh, there's two of them. Yeah. Two? Oh, yeah. Doha and Dubai. They're, they're both 1,000s now. They used mm. to alternate, but now they've both been upgraded to 1,000 in the same year. They're going to go back to back. Iga has won Doha the last two years. Mm-hmm. Got to the Dubai final last year. Wasn't well against Pagula. Uh, no, Krajikova. It was Krajikova. She wasn't Krajikova, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nick. Yeah, you yeah, don't take away too much from my, my friend Barbora. <laughs> Having said that, Krajikova, yeah, she beat Pagula and Sabalenka at the tournament as well. Like that was a that was Krajikova's last brilliant run, as it were. Um, I mean, it was yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, Arena would probably have to win her next three tournaments, something like that. Essentially, yeah, like that's gonna have to like Arena's gonna have to be like unstoppable for the next couple of months to get it. Now, I think World Bubble One's on the line at Roland Garros. Yeah, yeah. If she can make the final, for example, or Iga doesn't win it, yeah. But anyway, that's uh, still to come. Just reflecting on on this this run that she had, and and just easily the best player in the tournament. I thought, but going into the tournament, that Rabakina, of course, would end up being a threat to both her and and Sabalenka, because of course she that the, the Rabakina thing was sort of building because of what happened in in Adelaide, was it or Brisbane, mm-hmm. Brisbane, Brisbane maybe. Um, so it was like, okay, this because she could be the woman, woman to beat, but then suddenly she goes out early, and and we all talked about um, Eager's travels. But yeah, let battle commence, Nick. And um, we didn't quite get the final of last year, but as I said, I, I kind of feared it. There's a good question here about Zheng from Jake. Uh, Nick, you can you can give your thoughts and and Bianca too, and then I'll I'll add my. I say I feel like Bianca's thoughts are going to be more relevant than mine, but uh, I would say that to be honest, the answer is don't double fault. Get yeah. um, get Gavin the biomechanics guy on the phone. Yeah, and that's what she needs to do. Also, I think um, maybe moving forward, but also implementing the drop shot more. The maybe two or three times she used it, the match it worked. So I don't know why that wasn't a part of the game plan. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, for me, I think this experience will help her the next time she's here, and I do think there will be a next time. Yeah. Uh, when and where I don't know. Um, I also just think that the the whether that was the anxiety today, but some of her, uh, I think Nick was being kind in those first two or three games. I thought the first two games she did look anxious, winning just one point from eight, or, or sorry, winning one point from nine. Uh, then she has the, the 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 chances at Love Forty. You know, there's a forehand into the net in in a fairly neutral rally. Um, so yes, maybe a little bit of anxiety or some technical issues on the. On the ground strokes there but that's taken nothing away of course from from arena who was just comfortably the better player on the day and the comfortably better player throughout the tournament and remember where we were 13 months ago or no, a bit more than that with arena with the yips and the double faults and the anxiety and is she going to go on to be a sort of david ferrer sort of best player to never win a slam well we're now we're now at a situation where she's been in six grand slam semi-finals in a row is it nick us open all the way through yeah i think it Six yeah, US Open, 21, tw- US Open 22, yeah, it's six. Six. Know, so she's, yeah. made, she's made the semifinals or further. She's been in three of those six as well, and she's won two of them. I mean, that's just, 
if if that doesn't convince the doubters regarding her temperament and there's a very interesting article on tennis abstract about actually how she is a bit more solid uh in tense moments than, than people realize um but anyway um uh, uh yeah so there we go any final comments um nick before we wrap this up no, I don't. I don't. I think we've said all that needs to be said. Uh, I think Arena Sabalenka, as the tournament progressed, was clearly going to win it. Um, I had my doubts after Brisbane. Clearly, um, at the minute, Arena in Australia can only be stopped by Elena Rabakina. Um, and I guess she's going to be the heavy favourite when we come back round in 12 months' time. But fortunately, we're not Australian. So our tennis calendar does not revolve around the Australian Open. We're back on, we're back on, we're back on well, time, baby. 5.30 a.m. is for me right now. I did go to sleep very early last night, so I'm not pooped, which is good. But I'm not sad to bid this time zone goodbye. I woke up, can you believe this, at 2 a.m.? Not because I was pumped for the final and like that before people, but I woke up at two just because my body clock is getting weirder and weirder. The night before, when I think it was Sinner and, and, and Djokovic started at about 4 a.m. my time. Um, oh, no, it was earlier. No, it was one o'clock. I think I went to bed at like 6 p.m. or something. And, and a similar thing last night. And actually, I was editing the, um, the Steve Flink interview and I just couldn't finish the edit because my eyes just couldn't stay awake. Not because of Steve, because he was very entertaining, but I was just so, so tired. And as a result, I think I fell asleep again about 6 p.m. last night, woke up at 2 a.m. Of course, I'm quite lucky the next couple of weeks, though, because in the 80, on the ATP Tour, we have Rio and Buenos Aires, which is basically the same time zone as me. And um, Indian Wells won't be too bad, although actually I'll, um, I'll be in Europe during Indian Wells. But yeah, uh, but Bianca and, and by the way, have a spare thought, as somebody mentioned on Twitter the other day. Uh, have a spare thought for the Australians and the New Zealanders who now have 11 months of, of, of horrible fair, fair, viewing experience. Very fair. Yeah. Up until the Asian swing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But even the Asian swing is probably not, I don't think it's great for them. It might be, it might be like the US Open is for us, but <coughs> anyway, uh, do hit that like button. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new. Give Nick a follow on Twitter, which is, what's your handle, Nick? At Nick underscore B Carter. There we go. Um, I always remember the underscore BC bit because when I first put Nick in, I get about a thousand different Nicks when I'm trying to tag you on on um, on Twitter. And I don't know why I keep having Bianca Talks Tennis when I try to tag you, Bianca, but it's actually this address, right? Yeah. Bianca That's underscore. Is it Peterkin? Or Pe I've never actually asked you this. Is it Peterkin or Peterkin? Peterkin, yeah. Peterkin, there we go. Um, all right, cool. Make sure you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you're new. Nick, I'm sure there's a, a WTA weekly in the pipeline. I think we were talking about Monday um, at some point. So that'll happen. There'll be an ATP weekly, of course, probably the same day. And um, we obviously got the men's final still to come. There's a video out there of, of me chatting to Steve Flink, previewing that final, but also reflecting on the semifinals, which were, were pretty uh, massive in their own right. Uh, for various different reasons. But anyway, uh, uh, Bianca, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It was a it was a great watch, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Nick as well, wonderful for you to join us again. Uh, it's your second consecutive Australian Open final. Uh, here, I think it was you, me and Miles, was it last year? Or you, me, Miles and Ashley, I think could have been. It was, uh, I definitely, I think it was, yeah, Ashley was on the on it. Yeah. yeah, I think Miles too, or maybe I'm wrong with that. And it was me and you for the French Open. 
-hmm. And US Open was you and uh, Tom, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I I need to create complete the career Grand Slam. Yeah, I think you skipped. You missed Wimbledon. I can't remember who did that. Uh, it could have been me for all I remember. I, I, I need to do Wimbledon. My friends need to stop getting married around July. <laughs> it might have been Jack and I for Wimbledon final, but I, I don't remember. I know I did Alcaraz on my own, which the Alcaraz Djokovic final, which uh, sounds a, a tough ask because it was like five hours or something, but actually it was just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, um, yeah, there we go. All right, listen, uh, thank you, Tennis World, also for stopping by. And you know the drill. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is made possible by PwC. A robot may not be coming for your job, but competitors are coming for your market share. At PwC, we pair the right tech with the right solutions to help you gain a competitive edge. Reimagine operations from the cloud, fuel innovation with responsible AI, and detect risks before they become headlines. That's human-led and tech-powered. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Social Podcast Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.